Hello and welcome to J-Waves. It is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, and I am so excited. Today is May 25th, a Saturday, and finally, after much anticipation and long wait, we get to see the first ever live pay-per-view wrestling event from AEW. It's called Double or Nothing. It was, it was filmed at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, one of my favorite places to go in the entire world. I love Vegas. I love the MGM Grand. I love the buffet, period. Then, if you add on Badass Wrestling, that's what we got tonight. I just finished watching it with my two buddies. It was fantastic. I'm going to go over the pre-show, and I'm going to go over the whole event. It deserves it. I do want to say special shout-out, and oh my god, what a fantastic feeling it was. It felt like going home. It felt like being home again. It was so wonderful to hear JR, good old Jim Ross, doing the commentary, doing the introduction, saying where they were. Oh, it was just a, a breath of fresh air, and it did not disappoint. And we had some amazing surprises. We had some amazing bumps and bruises. We had some amazing bloody matches, and wow, I can't wait to dive into this. So hopefully, you guys are going to stick around. We're going to do the whole show on AEW's Double or Nothing pay per view event from Las Vegas. So let's get to it. The first thing they had was the pre-show. Now, it was cool because they called the pre-show the buy-in. And it was a 22-person Royal Rumble, basically, or Rumble, over-the-top Rumble. And um, it just had all kinds of people. But it had some really huge surprises. One of the big surprises for me was it had Brian Pillman Jr., the actual Brian Pillman Jr., Brian Pillman's son, Flying Brian. His son is in here. And he did fantastic. We also had badass Billy Gunn show up. And he looks so spectacular. I, I still feel so terrible that he won a Royal Rumble and never got a title shot. They just completely erased that from history. Here he is looking as beautiful as ever. And he did not disappoint as well. Also, Glacier showed up. The original Glacier, Sub-Zero, WCW, Sub-Zero, Glacier shows up and was awesome. He had some really cool little moments, but he did get thrown out by MJF. And MJF really is like... AEW's Miz on steroids times a thousand. He's so good with the fans. He's so good on mic. He is just spectacular. I can't wait to get one of those shirts. Um, all in all, it was uh, crazy. And the Hangman actually came out and won the whole thing. And uh, that also was amazing because he. they said he drew a Joker card. The way the event worked was they had wrestlers that had picked cards earlier in the night. Whoever got a heart, whoever got a diamond, a spade, uh, a club, or a joker, they would all come out at the same time. So it was like teams of five. Five in the ring, then the next one was, I think, a diamond. Then the diamonds came out, and it was five diamonds, and so on and so on, until they had 22 guys in the ring, and it was spectacular. The whole thing was crazy. We saw crazy moves. We saw crazy everything. All in all, the hangman won, and it was amazing. And he's going to fight... The winner of tonight's fight between Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. We will get to that soon. The second fight was from uh, Sammy Greva and Kip Saban. And both of these guys, young talent. I want to say they're in their 20s because they look like in their, like they might be in their teens still. But they definitely are uh, in their 20s. Um, amazing moves. I still can't believe like some of the things they did. If you didn't get the event... You should really try to catch it. Um, we watched it on Bleacher Report Live. It was forty nine ninety nine, And what we just learned right now is if you pay for the event on Bleacher Report Live, 
you can watch it again and again and again and again and again for infinity, which I'm going to do because it was just spectacular. Um, at the end of it all, the pre-show was just, like, it, I just can't get over how fantastic all of it was. Um, let me get to the main card. I do want to get to the main show. Um, I do have one of my fantastic friends. He's my photographer. He's my friend. He, we've known each other a long time. He's also a wrestling fanatic just like me. Side note, his favorite wrestler of all time is Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. My good friend Andrew Demas, who just sat with me and watched the whole entire event. We sat there. We enjoyed. We cried. We got chills at the same time. We felt the event, and it was something uh, special. Wouldn't you say, Demas? Was that like a... Was that like an unbelievable experience? I don't, even, I don't even know what to call it. I wouldn't even use the word special. It, it, it's like you said, It's it was like going home. <laughs> that it, it felt like when I was a kid and Undertaker would come out and the lightning would hit the post. That you actually, for a second, you thought it was real. I mean, you know that there's a, a storyline and a script and, and a process that they follow. But uh, as we're, when we're watching the whole event... There, no one held anything back. I mean, it sounds yeah. like the water boy because they, they didn't <laughs> they hold anything, anything back. <laughs> but uh, they really didn't. They left it all in the ring. And that's something you don't see anymore. Uh, and the, this isn't Ring of Honor. This isn't uh, TNA Impact, RIP. <laughs> yeah, this was like... This, this is wrestling. This is real. It, the only closest thing is, is New Japan. That's, I would that's, say, yeah, New Japan had a baby with ECW... Yeah. And 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 they kind of threw in some, you know, fantastic character acting, and that's the thing. Remember, I had told you before. We had talked about this before. What is wrestling missing? Characters. You know, before it was like they had that they would act as characters, and then they would. But now that they use their real names and all this stuff, that's cool too. But they still shouldn't be. Like if I was a wrestler, I don't want to be the wrestler John, and I act like John as a wrestler. Right. I would be the over flamboyant, crazy John. And I wouldn't. Nobody would even recognize me in my regular life because it was. Like, I'm playing a character. Right. I think that's missing. And, and and AEW has literally picked that up and thrown it into the uh, stratosphere. But I do want to mention the Hangman's name is Adam Page. He's the one that won the whole thing. And I I, I completely skipped it over. But uh, Kip Sabin won. He beat Sammy Guerrero. And Sammy Guerrero is from uh, I think from Houston, Texas, or Dallas, Texas. He's from Texas for sure. Right. So I think that's kind of cool that he was uh, representing. So I thought that was. Amazing. And we saw uh, Ty Dillinger, who, who's now going, I can't remember what he's going as now. Yeah, he, uh, he has a brand new, <laughs> he's using his real name now. It was just, uh, it was unbelievable. I, I still can't believe half of the things that we saw. And um, wow. Okay, so let's get into the match. Um, let's see here. The first one that we saw was the SoCal Uncensored with uh, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and um, what was his name? The last guy. Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, I'll get back to that. I'll I'll definitely get his name. And they were gonna fight the Stronghearts. Right off the bat, amazing match. And I had said in the beginning, I want to see an amazing moonsaw from Christopher Daniels because I think Christopher Daniels has the best moonsaw in all of professional wrestling. And he did not disappoint. Um, in order to beat those guys, Kazarian had him on a pile driver, I think. He, that is the weirdest hybrid. <laughs> and then Jessica Daniels does a moonsaw, and they pile drive a guy. Straight down. Straight down with the moonsaw, with the pile driver. And Karzarian takes the pin. I haven't even seen a pile driver since Owen Hart. Owen yeah. Hart paralyzing Stone Cold. That yeah. was the last time I saw a pile driver. I thought they outlawed the, the move. I did too. And 
they they brought it back. I thought he was gonna go for a tombstone. Yeah, because it looked like it, the way they had his body up, it was just like, okay, what is going on here? And uh, it was, <laughs> I still can't get over it. Scorpio Sky, that's the guy's name. It was uh, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, who I love because he used to be Mayhem, and Scorpio Sky, and they were going to fight the uh, Seema T-Hawk and L. Lindemann. And uh, wow, they did not disappoint. The whole thing was just uh, absolutely amazing so uh okay so let's go to the next match the next match was our first women's match um ever for aew and um again crazy crazy match Britt baker kylie ray uh, nyla rose and they had a surprise person for the fourth member which was i love the way she did it she's i want to make this match awesome i'm bringing out awesome kong the return of awesome kong that was amazing. Brandy Rhodes came out and she was like, hey, I know this match is going to be great. I know I said this and that, but I want to make this match awesome. Boom. Awesome Kong. What are your thoughts on Awesome Kong? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, Awesome Kong, you know, not seeing her since what, TNA? And then she was free. She did a really brief stint in, in WWE. WWE. And it wasn't the same. No. It, it was like neutered Awesome Kong. Yeah. And they didn't really let her fill the character. And that's the thing. You know, WWE does that. They they take what makes a character. It's like we were talking about Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Uh, which we'll talk about at the end. But they, they take a character who's known for something outside of this of that. <coughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. <coughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most and, recently. And then they just like cut out the <laughs> character. <laughs> Cesaro. And, and you know the whole time we're talking about this person should leave WWE, this <laughs> Kevin person Owens. should leave this Kevin other, Owens. yeah Kevin Steen develop, <laughs> has this whole gimmick uh-huh. and they completely take it away uh, Sami Zayn Sami Zayn everybody mm-hmm. loved him going into TNA Matt I mean, Hardy uh, NXT, Matt Hardy Matt Hardy NXT Drew McIntyre this, this whole character <laughs> and they completely on? strip it AJ and, Styles and it's like you said they didn't have characters yep. so you don't have a big boss man. You don't have an Undertaker. You don't have a Bam Bam Bigelow or Vader where they have this character that they live into. Macho Man. Macho Man actually chose to live in his character. That's yeah. Probably, but it's this is just pure character development in wrestling. Yep. No no extras. No politics. No. No uh, ratings. and Like I haven't had my heart racing in a match. Yeah. And that happened almost every match. My no heart wild card rule. Pumping. Yeah. <laughs> my heart was pumping i was like what is gonna happen this is so crazy all right back to the women's match Britt baker won uh she's known as the dentist because i guess she was a yeah, dentist or Brit- she is dr a dentist. baker dmd yeah and, it's a really uh, cool gimmick I, yeah i've never Knock i haven't seen a dentist to what isaac yankum isaac Kane? yankum that's what i thought yeah it was hilarious <laughs> i just can't get over how fantastic it was i'm still just in shock I'm, i can't stop smiling it's amazing I mean, I'm always smiling anyways, but I'm really over-the-top happy about it. All right, next match is uh, Best Friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans, which I do want to say, Jack Evans, um, man, he deserves a gold medal. I haven't seen moves that Jack Evans done ever. Like, those are the moves that I would mess around with in my room as a child with my my action figures. I wish people could do these moves. Jack Evans is a real-life action, action figure, yeah. action wrestler. Badass. It was like outside the ring jumps into a diamond cutter. Yeah. I I don't I mean, even know what that what to even call it. Yeah, there was moves I didn't I know every wrestling move. I can name them all. And there's things that he was doing I'm like, 
okay, that was like a back moonsaw into like a diamond cutter into like a sleeper hold into like a DDT into like a pile driver all in the same. And that doesn't make sense. In at one all. fluid motion. Yeah. If he did it anywhere out, like I would not want to fight that dude. I don't know what he would do to me. It was amazing. And he's so small and, and lanky and thin, but man, those moves are on fire. Well, and not to take away from the best friends, they did some amazing moves too. They were going non-stop back and forth the mattresses were also long so fantastic um chuck taylor and trent barrera they just were like tandem moves boom 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 every every two seconds it was like bam 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 uh all the way till where they get the victory they ended up pinning uh, jack evans and winning but it wasn't after a grueling tiring amazing match and then they showed the highlights of the match after the match and it was like just re-showing the whole match. Everything was a highlight reel. Yeah. The whole match. And I want to say every match was like that. Every match is like you could just watch it and say, oh, you, you want to know why I love professional wrestling? Here, watch this. You could show them any match from this card, and that would be the reason why anyone loves professional That's the thing. wrestling. We, there were three camera angles for everything. Whoever yeah. whoever they hired as their <laughs> photography group, yeah, spot on. Like, WWE should take a, a huge note from their playbook. I think UFC, WWE, any sporting event should watch these guys. We didn't, as the audience, we didn't miss one thing. Especially in the Battle Royale, too. There was like 50 or 60 different things, not an exaggeration, going on in the same ring. And, right. and every camera was covering. Like, whoever the director was, was like, on yeah, it. I wish I could have heard his his commands. Just cut, one, cut five, to seven, one, two, five, three, five, seven, nine, seven, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Dang. Ugh. And they didn't do the replays during the match. That's the one thing that, that drives me crazy with, you know, kind of mainstream what's on TV now is that you're trying to watch the match now in a small box and you're seeing an instant replay just after it happened. Instead, it's like Mario Kart. You don't get the highlight reel to yeah, the end. Yeah. Let's yeah, let's do it at the very end. And then they have so many to show. Right. Oh, it makes it worth it. Okay, this is probably one of my favorite matches of the night. The the the, the three girls versus the three girls. Uh, Hakuru Shida Riho and Ryo Mizanumi versus Aja Kong, who is the trainer of Awesome Kong, Yaka Sakasara or Yaka Saka and Yimi Sakura. Now, if I butcher any of those names, is I'm from Texas and I'm Hispanic, so oh well. I was gonna read them all in Spanish. Yeah, Garcia. <laughs> it is not Martinez. All right, so. Kind of a well, Kong is not really a polished uh, wrestler, but when she got the hits in, now she's a brawler. I mean, that, that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what she's supposed to be. It was insane. I thought it was Vader when he first came out, yeah. or Big Viscera, <laughs> Big Van Vader Viscera's daughter. Yeah, all she was, of them. She was just angry and hungry yeah. at the same time. And she won. I think at MGM Grand, like I said, they have the best buffet. Perfect place to just sit her after this match because she earned it. But all six of these girls earned it. And they kind of had a flub up at the end. It looked like the pin happened, but it didn't. And at the end of it all, Hakura Shidi, Riho, and Ryo Mizanumi defeated um, Aja Kong and the other two. I won't butcher their names again. It was a fantastic match. And during this match, something happened that I've never seen in the women's match. They were literally chanting, this was wrestling. It's the first time yes. they did it in the show. They kept saying, this is wrestling. This And the reason why is because it was wrestling. They were like, especially that one girl, I, I, she was on the good guy. I, I should say, she was on the face team. 
the, the thinnest one, she mm-hmm. got her butt kicked. They Kong, they all came in, took turns, and beat her up pretty bad. And then she comes back at the end and does that crazy move off the top rope. She she picked her up. I mean, she just picked deadlift, picked them up. I was surprised because she looks like she weighs all of a hundred pounds. Yeah, barely. And super flexible. She was like all over the place. And then but she at- athletic. Up- Sometimes when you know you see the the main brand, as I'll call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they could pull off some of those moves. They'll, they'll hurt themselves. Oh yeah, these girls are a hundred percent ridiculously women, trained women athletes. I mean, just I wouldn't want to fight them in a dark alley. No, any of them. They were all so tough. They were all so well trained, and you can see that the training came through so beautifully. And it was a fantastic orchestrated match. It wasn't the cleanest technical match, but again, as the match was going, my heart was pumping. I'm like, why am I sweating? I'm sitting down. <laughs> In AC, watching this, I'm sweating. I can't take it. Oh, it's Texas. So. <laughs> it is kind of humid. You're right. Mosquitoes. All right. Fantastic match. I just want to make sure I say that again. Next match. Again, if it, I can keep saying this, but I, it's, as I'm getting reminded of what matches happened, I'm like, man, that was kind of my favorite one. Every match was better <laughs> than the one you just watched. Yeah, we've said that it was like a pyramid where like the foundations went laid. And it went all the way to the golden tip of the pyramid, and it was just absolute... The cream of the crop. <laughs> a fortune. We, 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 we had a fortune in our eyes. Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Uh, brother versus brother. They said, you know, the, the past versus the future and all that. We were kind of thinking it was going to be a squash match because right. Cody Rhodes is, you know, one of the owners of AEW, and Dustin Rhodes is 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, well... And I didn't put a picture on my Instagram where I took a picture with Dustin Rhodes. And it was very cool because we got to talk uh, behind the scenes about wrestling. We talked about painting our faces. He kind of gave me a little insight on him and what he's doing. We had a fantastic conversation about everything. We really talked for like an hour and a half because there was no one around at the time. Uh, So I do want to say, Dustin, if you ever do listen to this, I really did appreciate how fantastic you were to me and my sister. And I really do appreciate all the stories you shared with me because everything you told me I listened to, I memorized, and I completely hold deep in my heart dear and uh watching you do this match tonight my eyes are getting a little watery because i'm gonna get emotional because it was amazing uh this was like the quintessential match for you dustin and you deserve every bit of credit and we now know and i said it on my instagram that the foundation of aew is completely built on the blood of you and your family and your family's legacy and there was no shadow there's no shadow of a doubt that that was true in this night because that's the most blood i've seen since rocky Maivia cut himself so many years ago in wrestling, but this was just unbelievable and a fantastic ending. After Cody Rhodes gets the the win over Dustin Rhodes, they have a beautiful moment where even Cody Rhodes, I don't think he's that good of an actor because that looked like real emotion. I'm no, not he saying, got choked up. He got choked, he got up, choked up because right? it was a, it was a spectacle and and it was successful. And then they had such a great match, and he knew at the moment this is a great match. We just had a fantastic match, and uh, Cody Rhodes stands up and says. Um, you can't retire yet because I need a partner for an upcoming pay-per-view event. And uh, he goes, I don't want a partner. I don't want a friend. He's, I want my brother. Be my brother in the, at, at this next fight. Right. So he's going to be, I guess they're going to join forces and fight yet again. But Cody Rhodes did defeat him, but it was a, it was a hell of a match. That was probably, that's probably, that's probably one of my favorite matches since Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in WrestleMania the first I, the I first time. I haven't seen that much blood since what <laughs> WrestleMania thirteen, Stone Cold Bret Hart. Yeah, that was that was probably that was close because it was dripping out of his face. Yeah, it was pouring. It was pouring. It was everywhere. The but ref, 
they set the match, they walked out, and there's this uh, plaster of Paris throne. Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's and it has skulls, skulls on it and a giant iron cross, and there's a very specific wrestler slash son-in-law of an owner of the main brand that uses that and calls himself King of Kings, blah blah blah. And as they as Cody walks to the ring, he pulls Epic. a sledgehammer, which is also a, a symbol of this guy, synonymous with, and goes and smashes this throne to send a message. Let I, me I felt like the Godfather, you know, <laughs> Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. It's a Sicilian message that he's sending him that, you know, and they start calling him the throne breaker. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me ask you a question. Like just off topic. I mean, when's the last time you saw a crowd like that? That hot of a crowd, only an NXT crowd. Have right? I seen that hot? Yeah. And I was like, I, I literally was like, this is a main show pay-per-view. And again, they, they pulled out all the stops doing that throne smash again I, I was just like this is like amazing and i thought that's setting your bar pretty high you're doing that you're saying hey look but that's it, the past is past it had that but then the match lived up to it old wwf in your house feel that, that's yeah. probably the, yes. the best way i could, could call it because they didn't yes. have the bit the titan tron or whatever they call it now no. they, they just had a static tunnel two static tunnels you came out of and a very small screen for their intro videos mm-hmm. and their music. Limited it, pyro. It wasn't, it, almost no, only uh, Cody had pyro, yep. I think. Only two guys had pyro. And the focus was on the character. Characters and the wrestling to build the story. Build the story. I mean, it was, that's it. And like even, even this, you know, we know Cody, we know Dustin, but even the story that unfolded within the match of what we were watching live, the story that was unfolded in front of us was something better than storylines they have set up for months. Right. This happened in the span of an hour. I, and it was like, wow. The heyday of the other company was the, the Vince and Vince combination, Russo and McMahon, when they were riding together. That's what this felt and like. It's, it felt like that because it's, it, it took it focused on the story and away from the politics of whatever's happening backstage. Yeah. Because they know they have a good product. And, and that's the only thing I could say that rivals, it's close, is NXT. But yes, I, I don't know what else would come close. But even that, you can feel whatever it is that controls the company influencing. It's I, I compare it to like the old Star Wars versus new Star Wars. Yes. Old Star Wars didn't have an influence of a big conglomerate company saying we need to push this agenda with these certain themes in it because uh, we need to show that we're socially active. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's just tell the story. Yeah, this is just wrestling. Just, just tell the story. That's it. Yep. Story, wrestling, the end. And again, it, nowhere did they ever say entertainment. I thought that was very interesting. Yes, the they said best in pro wrestling. Wrestling. They kept emphasizing wrestling wrestling, wrestling. wrestling. And that was a lot no of wrestling. No sports entertainment. Uh, none of those weird phrases. They're not like superstars. My, They're yeah. wrestlers. My brain is a buzz because it was just so much wrestling and I haven't seen anything like that in a long time. Way to go, AEW. Way to go, Cody Rhodes. Way to go, Dusty Rhodes. And much love to Dusty Rhodes. You, know, you are missed, and I'm pretty sure you would have loved to have seen this match. I'm pretty sure you did watch it anyway. I'm sure you did. Uh, next thing, huge surprise. And my other friend, Heath, almost jumped off the couch because he's a huge fan. Yeah, you know, he jumped. Bret Hart comes out and introduces the AEW uh, championship. The title belt. Which is gorgeous, by the way. I'm like, wow. Can't wait till they have replicas. I'm getting one. It, it reminded me of the old... Uh... The white, the original white belt, intercontinental. Yeah, it didn't have, it doesn't have the changeable plates and yeah. all this. It was just extra like junk this is it. the belt everybody should want. Exactly, this one belt. This yeah. is it. 
No put your name on your No nothing. 24-7 belt. Oh, come on, man. Please. Ugh. All right, so Hart comes out, and um, the Hangman page comes out. They talk, and then, again, MJF comes out and does his beautiful does a beautiful heel thing. And I don't think any of that was written. That was all him. That's all ad-lib. That you was all tell. ad-lib. He called him a horse, and then he said, let's talk about horses. And then he says, what do they do to horses when they're injured? They take them out back, and they blow their brains out. The way he did it, he just like all you people here. You know, I was like, man, MJF, to me, is just so funny. Then uh, Jungle Boy came out. And then Havoc came out, and then they all beat up MJF, which right. is appropriate. Beautiful. And then they showed the belt, and Bret Hart held it up, and it was a gorgeous moment and all that stuff. It was just nice to see, nice to see Bret Hart. And Bret Hart actually thanked the fans and AEW for letting him come into the arena and say, hey, guys, thanks for letting me come in here to a you know a, an amazing sold-out event in front of a nice crowd for a wrestling organization like this. And to be able to hold up the heavyweight title belt is a true honor. I think. You know, and he Bre- said WCW belt. Yeah, he said he World said, Championship Wrestling belt. Very specifically said that. But I think that's interesting. He says it's just old habits, I guess, or I don't know. Yeah, he said, see you next month yeah. for the pay-per-view. And he's like, oh, sorry, <laughs> old habit. <laughs> that was so funny. It's just cool to see Bret Hart. You know, me, I, w- I was in the Bret Hart era, and I liked them all right. But when Stone Cold came on me, complete trumped yeah. Bret Hart completely for me at least I was just a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin still there still are I still love Stone Cold Steve Austin that, there's actually a new show I got hooked on watching uh, called Dark Side of the Ring and they did a whole hour on, on the whole Montreal thing oh yeah that's a that's a whole other that's a whole show on itself alright so the next match was for the Triple A World Tag Team Championship with the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers I was very excited for this defending the Triple A belt yep that shocked me. I didn't know you could bring. I've never seen that. Other than, I think a couple of Impact episodes, you could. They brought in a New Japan belt for defense. Yeah. But that these belts are interchangeable between companies. Amazing, amazing, and and that the Lucha Brothers didn't win it back to take it back with them. No, they're going to back to Mexico empty-handed. Yeah, so I think that's amazing. They might be going back to New Japan, but Mexico New Japan. What's the difference? Just kidding. Um, Again, match unbelievable, nonstop action. Didn't know who was going to win. They hit every finishing move I think in the book. They they did moonsaults off the top rope outside. They did backflips off the top ropes on the outside. They did brain busters, electric chair busters. They did suplexes. They did everything. I mean, it literally was a clinic of moves. Technical wrestling. I've never seen anything like that for a tag team match. And they have that much action again. And then again, kudos to the camera crew because we didn't miss a single second of that because it was everywhere and everybody saw everything. I just, like I said, I cannot believe that uh, that's the event that we paid for. It was like, for 50 bucks, that was probably the best 50 bucks I've ever spent. It's better than WrestleMania, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that is an understatement of the year. Well, uh, all in all, the Young Bucks, like I said, they held on to their titles. They beat the Lucha Brothers. Beautiful match. Beautiful match. Um, wow. Um, I, I just can't get over how amazing all those matches were. You know? Oh, my God. Really. So amazing. Um, let's see here. I want to take a break before we talk about the last match. Because I just... The last match is going to be insane. Um not one commercial break. That was no, oh, yeah. Well, this is a pay per view. They should, yeah, they but they didn't push any product. They didn't push products. They didn't push sponsors. I can see how they're going to have a flood of sponsors now. Yeah, after this, after anybody saw this event, 
if you're not trying to be in AEW or you're not trying to be a sponsor for AEW, then something's wrong with you. Either your eyes were closed or you're not paying attention. You're a better marketing person because yeah. that's, it's, it's a hot product. I would 100% put, I don't know, if, if I could do it, I would put it as sponsorship because it would be re- like really good money. And any network that's looking for something to rival WWE or something to, to change the world of wrestling, they better get their money ready. I don't see why even USA, because if WWE was bought out by or is aren't they going to NBC or something? Fox or, or CBS. Fox. Or Fox. It yeah. was Fox. Yeah. I mean, that's a that stupid wild card rule. Yeah. But whoever bought so many shows, maybe they should go to USA. Yep. Or they should start their own their own They'll start their own channel, channel or their app. App to me would be the smart way because it, yeah. do it on demand. Or Don't you know, hassle with the networks. On YouTube TV. Yeah. That's what I would do. Honestly. I would... Because uh, they, they, maybe they don't do a weekly show. Maybe they just do YouTube TV and they just show matches randomly. Because I, I guarantee... If this ever hits YouTube, this pay-per-view ever hits YouTube, it's going to be a, a wild storm. It's going to be insane. Like, I just can't really wait for whatever they do. And again, a reminder, for every match that we just mentioned... Good old JR's there, doing the commentary, doing the play-by-play. The voice of a generation. The voice. It, it, it just felt like... It's, it's like the John Madden of wrestling. John Madden uh, and Pat Summerall, but we, we don't have the king there. That's no. the only thing that would have made it perfect. Oh, man. I don't know if he'll do it, but could you imagine? The king and JR are both there. <laughs> wow. Ugh. All right, final match of the night. Chris Jericho versus the amazing Kenny Omega. I want to get your thoughts on this first. What do you, I know? Have you ever seen Kenny Omega wrestle before? I have. No, I have never. This seen, is your I first. I haven't heard of AE, AEW it, until tonight. Until tonight, when and you talk, and I pulled up in the driveway, and you said, "Hey, we're gonna watch this. Go, go get food." And I said, <laughs> "I don't even know what we're watching." But it, I, you seemed so excited. I said, "Okay, I'm instantly excited. I have to see this." <laughs> go get and, food now. You can watch it quick. Yeah. And I walked in as as the as Jr. came on, and, and I almost dropped my food because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, "Is that? There's no way it's Jr." And, and, and he, sure enough. It's him. Live from the MDM Grand, you know, Las Vegas, just beautiful voice. Beautiful. I mean, other than hearing Justin Roberts as the announcer, which wasn't the best in the world, but nevertheless. <laughs> Good uh, old Justin. I hadn't seen Jericho, of course, since he left WWE, mm-hmm. and I saw replays of his first Kenny Omega match mm-hmm. uh, in New Japan yeah. on YouTube, yeah. but, but that's all I had seen, so I had never really experienced Kenny Omega. I had heard of this guy that WWE's been trying to acquire him for years, but never really spent the time. Heard of the Bullet Club and the Young Bucks, all, all these names for New Japan, mm-hmm. but never really spent the time studying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your... What, what do you think about him now? Nuts. That guy's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know. He's almost like what Mick, an athletic Mick Foley, like a super athletic Mick Foley. Takes, it's like Terry Funk and Mick Foley and Sandman had a child... With RVD. With RVD, yes. With RVD. Mm-hmm. And that's that's Kenny Omega. This guy is nuts. <sighs> and takes doesn't even think about the risk, just goes. What if, what if, what if I just do that? Let me just throw something at you real quick. Kenny Omega versus, um, let me think here. Um, Kenny Omega versus Finn Balor. Want to see that? I would love to see that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just seeing him fight anybody. Okay, what about uh, Daniel Bryan? Wouldn't they match up insanely? I would, say, I would say I would like to see him fight Brian Danielson. Yeah. Before he yes. was neutered and became this... Yes, absolutely. Earth, vegan, whatever, whatever, whatever he, is, he is. Wouldn't 
wooden championship belt, Ugh. blah, blah, blah. And that's the thing. They kill the character. Because that I, I always wonder what it's like that these guys kill themselves to get to what they think is the top of the, the mountain, to be in the, the biggest network. And then they tell them, hey, your character sucks, by the way, so yeah. you're going to be this now. You're gonna be Kenny Remega. You know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Kenny Alpha. You're gonna, yeah. uh, you're gonna be Kenneth Alpha, the third. <laughs> now you're gonna part your hair like this. <laughs> you know, you have to straighten it and and part it to the right. Right in the middle of the match, I think Kenny Omega broke his nose. Oh, yeah, it was broken. It was broken. It was broken, and he and still it, had to go another forty-five minutes. It, it coagulated. It broke, coagulated, and then that surprise person that showed up at the end rebroke it. Yeah, rebroke it. It was. We'll get to that here in a second. It was amazing. Uh, all in all, again, hard hitting. I stood up twice because my my heart was just pumping. I was sweating. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, God, this is amazing. Oh my God. Oh, oh, we're just yelling. Everybody's high fiving. Chris Jericho pulls out the win. Using his new move. The, the Judas. The Judas. Kiss or the Judas? Just the Judas, right? It's the Judas something. Yeah, but he's just like a back, a spinning back elbow that looks pretty... It's fast. Devastating. It's a fast Very elbow. fast. I wouldn't want to get hit in the face. Not by Jericho. He'll see he gained 30 pounds, but all muscle. Some places. Anyways. Amazing. Uh, amazing ending. And then Chris Jericho gets the mic and says, you know, I want a thank you from everybody. I want thank you from me. He wants that people to thank heel. him. Yeah, perfect he, he's heel. the best bad He never guy. stops. That's... He's always that Chris Jericho. I love it so much. And then out of the crowd comes well we know him as dean, dean ambrose. ambrose what was his name um moxley uh, moxley yeah john which i i started laughing because i thought wasn't that the name of the guy from varsity blues wasn't that wasn't that his uh character name uh yeah john moxley was it i could have sworn uh what's his name uh, james vanderbeek isn't his character in varsity blues John Moxley. Anyway. I'll Google it. I have no idea. Anyways, John Moxley jumps in the ring. He hits dirty deeds on Jericho. Turns around, hits dirty deeds on the ref. And this whole time, Kenny Omega has not gotten up from this his hugely hard match he just had with Jericho. Broken nose, laying on the uh, flat on his back, just got pinned. And uh, Moxley goes over to pick up uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name now. Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega picks him up to get him in dirty deeds, and then all of a sudden a huge brawl breaks out because Kenny Omega was like a wounded wild animal. Yeah, he went Super Saiyan. He went he Super Saiyan. Pop, popped up out of nowhere <laughs> and just punches him right in the face. I mean, punches him for real. I mean, this yeah. that that's something we, we were talking about as these matches were happening, that Jericho got punched a few times. Those were real punches. They were not pulled or they were not timed or, you, you know, you see that traditional foot stomp for yeah. the, the, the echo I didn't hear a foot stomp once all no, night no that was no foot stomp you hear a thud of fist hitting chest meat. a just... hollow chest yeah crazy there was no foot stomping by the way like no. I said you never saw the uh, 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 it was like real hits all the way I, mean, I could see how they were kind of turning into some of the punches yeah but some of those others, how red they were, those and like, puffed up, like the kid, like Jericho kept saying that uh, Jericho looked puffy, puffy, puffy. He's because like, yeah, get he's getting face. punched in the face nonstop. So John Moxley and Kenny Omega fight outside the ring. They go all the way to these huge poker chips, and then Moxley kind of just destroys uh, Kenny Omega, throws him into this thing. Yeah, he throws him. He does a DDT onto the poker chips, and then. Uh, 
He does an attitude adjustment. He's like an attitude adjustment. It was, yeah. it was a fireman's carry takedown. Throw, throws him off. Just and that was the other thing. None of them had finisher move names. I noticed that. Yeah. It was always whatever the move's name was. There was We saw Falcon Arrows. Yeah. We saw uh, Dirty Deeds, but they were called by traditional names. So we didn't we didn't see an attitude adjustment. We saw yeah. a fireman's carry takedown. Yeah. Slam. Yeah. Slam. And yeah. It, it went by the name. Which was beautiful. Beautiful. So it, it is like a crash course. If you've never really watched wrestling, watching AEW is it's like a a course, a, a class in technical wrestling. You you learn the moves because the announcer is actually teaching you, and that's one thing. All of the three announcers, Jr. and uh, the Excalibur, Excalibur, and I can't I can't remember the other I, guy. I wish I knew the other guy's name. But they were they weren't trying to talk over each other. They weren't doing the Michael Cole screaming into the mic. It was, they were kind of like your guide. Yeah. And they're te- they're cluing you in and no what's going on. No catchphrases. No, exactly. No catchphrases. I mean, Jared Head is what he's known for. But he's hilarious. Yeah. It, oh, it's timing. God, man. Comedic timing. And he had to learn that from, from the king. I mean. Yeah. But he was always good. But now he's funny and good. It, like, we were laughing out loud a couple times just on some of the things he was saying. It was just so funny. Well, uh, it was uh, like Aja Kong. And he says, she's not just another pretty face. Yeah. <laughs> she's so tough. She's just not another pretty face. We're like, God. And once you see Aja Kong, you'll understand why that's hilarious. But, you know, his catch, catchphrase is tougher than a $2 steak. Yeah. Beaten like a government mule. I mean, he's, he, he used them. And, and that's that's kind of the, the nostalgia. Yeah. I'm and it works for him, though. It's not annoying. I hate to say it. I mean, but he's not annoying. This was just a huge breath of fresh air. Like I said, it's and the next pay per view is going to be in Chicago. Yep. And my current favorite wrestler that's living lives in Chicago, known yeah. for the city of Chicago, and he would be crazy. Can not, you imagine just the epic? I, uh, if, even if it was Jericho versus CM Punk, or if it was Kenny Omega versus I would CM say Punk, Omega versus CM Punk. I wouldn't oh. even think twice about it. Yeah. Why would he? I wouldn't even understand why you would want to do another UFC fight. Quit UFC. And come over here. You're gonna get hurt. I mean, that's uh, and you mean you I might would, get hurt fighting this guy too. But the UFC is not your thing. Let Jack Swagger have that. <laughs> Jack Swagger is just taking names. He's unbelievable, man. I love watching him. But the, the I would think the risk. So I that's why I like the Miz because and they there was that legitimate fight between him and uh, Brian Daniels or, or Daniel Bryan on about, the talk show on the talk show because yeah. they because Daniel Bryan said that he was too safe. Too safe of a wrestler. That's when he lost it. <laughs> and and uh, Miz says, yeah, of course I'm safe. This is I've never been injured. I've never been put on the list. Yep. I've never had all these surgeries like you have. I, I don't have a broken neck. I don't have all these problems because I'm safe. So I'm thinking if, if I had to pick, and of course I, I'm not a professional athlete, obviously, uh, between UFC where I could legitimately get hurt and get paid and maybe they'll take care of me, probably not. Mm-hmm. Or go to a startup company where I already am coming in with an established authority or rank, get to call my matches, and uh, I'm pulling name recognition, and I get to play it a little more safe and still get paid. It would be crazy not to do that. But I'm I'm hoping CM Punk's agent is calling right now and saying, you know, after something. a pay per view like what we just watched, I don't see how anybody that's on the fence of whether they want to have their career go a different way how after seeing this event they aren't on the phone already what's the number i think once the numbers are out yeah the official numbers of what the buy-in was 
and it was it, sold out arena. It was trending number one worldwide Twitter for for a good hour. The whole show, they said it from the very beginning. It was, and I, and I checked, and they were. I, I like to always check when they say that, see if they're telling the truth. No, they were. They totally were. It was totally. So it was trending. for three hours, and that's worldwide. You know, and then what we paid forty nine bucks here for that, and and it didn't feel like an overkill. See, the, and that's the thing. The 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 other brand. What WrestleMania was it felt like eleven hours long. I think it was like seven, which is close to eleven. And, and yeah, <laughs> it, it felt like eleven. But the one the one thing I was telling you is that none of the time during any of these matches did I look down at my watch nope. to see where are we at because you can usually time them. Main events are about yeah. an hour long, more or less. Your your mid cards are somewhere going to be in the thirty five minute range. Never look down to even see where we were because you're just locked. Your attention is locked on the entire time. Yeah. You never even think about looking away. You don't even want to go to the bathroom. You don't want to yeah. get a drink of water. You don't want to even... I no. was trying to time what I was eating because every time I would look down... Oh, my God. Some, some, some amazing pasta from... Uh, shout out to Cafe Italia here in Corpus. Yeah, yeah. Cafe Italia. Love you. To look down just to get a, the, the right, you know, that right ratio of pasta to chicken Alfredo. I'm missing something. Yep. That was important. It, it, it's wow. Yeah, it was just God, man. I just can't get over how fantastic it was. Yeah. All right, we're gonna. Go I'm eat. still kind of numb to it. Are you hungry? I'm it's hungry. Bob o'clock. You know, it's it, Bob. What, what that means in Corpus is at eleven o'clock. If you're in the Waterburger zone, that means uh, breakfast goes on sale eleven p.m. So. <laughs> I, we lovingly call it Bob O'Clock. Bob O'Clock time, baby. So shout out to Waterburger. Shout out to AEW. Shout out to Dustin Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes and Cody, Cody Rhodes, Rhodes for coming to nip with this fantastic thing that they've done. Um, and CM Punk, if you're listening, go sign up. <laughs> yeah. So we'll end it on that. Demas, thank you for joining me on this. This was so much fun. Uh, final word. I mean, if I had to rate the show, I would give that a completely like 500 A pluses on that. Great show. Great entertainment. So much fun. So great to hear JR again. AEW, I can't wait to see what you guys turn into. But for just take this moment and enjoy this fantastic thing that you've done tonight. You had a fantastic pay per view and a fantastic event in Vegas, you know, and you all had some of the most classic matches I've seen in a very long time. And for me being a huge wrestling fan, because um, I've watched all the brands, and of course I'm a huge WWE guy. I love WWE. Um, yeah, they're right. <laughs> it, this was a total dream come true to see a new brand on the launch night being a part of history with all of you and enjoying this fantastic show. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Demas, for joining me on this Anytime. awesome podcast. This was fantastic. If you get a chance to watch the pay-per-view, please do. If not, definitely go to a- uh, AEW's YouTube channel. All the highlights, I'm pretty sure, will be on there immediately because you want to get this thing out there as fast as possible. Other than that, thank you so much for joining me on J-Waves, and thank you for riding the waves on J-Waves. Much love.